Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Just going to read one verse in Isaiah 43. Isaiah chapter 43. Verse 25, God speaking, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for mine own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Praise God. That's a powerful verse. And I want to preach on the subject, or teach, preach, whatever, preach, on the subject, the past is the past with God. Amen. Amen. The past is the past with God. Now, we know God knows all things because He's God. You know, He's omniscient, which means He's all-knowing. He knows the end from the beginning and everything in between. He knows everything about us, even the number of hairs on our head. Amen. And nothing is hidden from Him. So, <coughs> Psalms excuse me, 4421, He knows the secrets of the heart. Psalms 139.4, you know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. That's something. Isaiah 66.18, for I know their works and their thoughts. He even knows before he, what we're going to say, he knows what we're going to say, and he knows our thoughts. Several times in the Bible, uh, the Bible said that Jesus, knowing their thoughts or knew their thoughts, and then he responded, not to what they said, but to what they thought. That probably blew their minds. They're all thinking, who this guy think he is? You know, who could forgive sins but God alone? And then he would say something about it, and they, oh my goodness, that's what, we were thinking that. But that being said, uh, God has the unique ability to forget things when he wants to. But the bottom line is, 1 John 3.20, God knows all things. God knows all things. But when he wants to, and there's one thing specifically that the Bible says that he chooses to not remember. He chooses to forget. This omniscient, all-knowing God that nobody can get anything by him, he chooses to not remember and forget, amen, when he forgives our sins. God forgets when he forgives. God demonstrates a powerful aspect of his love when he not only forgives us when we ask him to, but he goes the extra mile and he forgets about it also. That's great. That's awesome. That gets back to our text verse. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. The word blots means to erase, to wipe out. Like if you got water spilled uh, on, on your table and you got the good kind of paper towels, not the cheapos, but the good kind, it'll blot it up and you won't even know it was there. Amen. He chooses not to remember the sins he has forgiven. Now that what I call the true meaning of the old saying, forgive and forget. Hebrews 8, 12 said, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, 
and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Psalms 103.12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So far that he doesn't even remember them. He just flings them out into nowhere. And Micah 7.19, you will once again have mercy on us. You will conquer our evil deeds. You will hurl our sins into the depths of the sea. Amen. And that is... That verse is where we get the term, the sea of forgetfulness. Because what's in the depths of the sea, out of sight, out of mind, when it comes to the sins that God has forgiven, he doesn't remember them. Now, I believe that sea that he hurls those sins into is a red sea. Not the red sea that Moses parted with his stick through the power of God, amen, in the book of Exodus, but a sea made red by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Once sins are hurled into that sea, they're not coming out. Praise God. Once we confess our sins to Him and ask Him for forgiveness, our sins are covered by His blood, never to be remembered by Him again. And that is wonderful. That's like a weight off of our chests and our hearts. Romans chapter 4 verse 7 says, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered Blessed is a man against whom the Lord will not count his sin. You know, too many people are counting things. They're holding things in the back of their mind. They're, they're counting sins and they're not letting things go. Amen. But God, who's our greatest example, said, Hey, I'm not going to remember them. I, I'm not going to count them. Amen. They're going to be covered by the blood if they ask for forgiveness. 2 Corinthians 5.19, For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to Himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. Amen. Praise God. And why isn't He counting our sins against us? Because we confess them from our hearts. Amen. We are sorry for them, and we ask Him to forgive us. And the Bible said, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins and we meant it, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He blots them out. He takes them away. There is if they weren't there anymore. And when your sins are covered by His blood, He will not count those sins against you. He will not, uh, be, you will not be held accountable for them someday in the future. There will be no day of reckoning when you read in Revelation chapter 20 about a great white throne judgment and, and people are standing and giving account for their deeds. Uh, amen. If you've asked God to forgive you of those sins, you will not answer for them at that, that particular situation. They won't be there waiting for you. Praise God. That's what I love. Amen. They won't follow you to Judgment Day, but they'll be sent. Amen. They're sent ahead to judgment every time you ask God to forgive you. Every time the blood of Jesus is, is called upon, amen, to forgive us of those sins, they're gone. They're dismissed. Amen. Because they have been repented of and covered by His blood. Your record has been cleared because you've received a full pardon for them. And in the mind of God, it's as if they had never has existed in the first place. You know, according to Revelation 12, 10, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. He loves to accuse people. Well, God, what about them? What about them? And how come you're blessing them? You know, and it says he's accused of the brethren. 
who accuses God's people in front of God day and night. We saw this when he came before God and he accused Job. When God, when God brought Job up, have you considered my servant Job? He's a great guy and he, he, he stays away from evil and he's you know, raising his kids good and he's, he's living for God. And then the devil's accusing him and accusing him and said, well, let me at him and all that kind of stuff. But I want to tell you something. Though the devil remembers what we did, as long as we ask God to forgive us and put it under the blood, God will not remember it. Amen. Accuse all you want. In fact, I believe, now I don't have any scripture about this, but if he forgets our sin, if he's not remembering them, they're in the sea under the blood. They're as far as the east is from the west, and he purposely doesn't remember them. Well, I believe when the devil comes and starts accusing me and you and somebody else, amen, about sins that have been put under the blood, I believe God almost scratches his head and says, I have no idea what you're talking about, Lucifer. What are you talking about? Yeah. See, the devil remembers. We remember. People remember. But God is not remembering. And you know why? Because the past is the past with God. It really is. And since God forgets when he forgives, we should try to do the same. Jesus is our greatest example. And, and he gave us an example that, that we should follow his steps in many different ways Amen. In our life. And one of those is how to forgive. After all they did to him leading up to the crucifixion. And, uh, and we're talking about the, that, you know, in this week and this weekend coming up with Easter. And those things that he, they did to him on the cross. He uttered these powerful words shortly before he died in Luke 23, 34. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, that's a great example. And he meant it. Amen. We, de we need to be more like Jesus in this regard when it comes to forgiving and forgetting. It's true that even after we forgive, our memory is still there of the situation. Sometimes because it's such a, a, maybe a terrible situation that somebody did or said or whatever, very hard to, to you know, get it out of your mind. However, we got to do our best to not allow it to short-circuit circuit our forgiveness for the other person because we know that that uh, our forgiveness hinges amen on us forgiving others what does what does god say if you forgive not men their trespasses neither will the heavenly father forgive you we've got to forgive from our hearts and try to move on the best we can amen it's not enough to say that you forgive somebody if you still hold a grudge or still hold it over their head we need to genuinely forgive that person from our heart. And if we're having trouble, God answers prayer. God, help me to forgive that person and ask God to help us move on. Luke 18, 35, so also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from their heart or from your heart. We've got to forgive from our heart, our brother, our neighbor, our enemy even. The past is the past with God, and when it comes to forgiving others, it needs to be the past for us as well. Praise God. Colossians 3.13, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so must you do also. Amen? 
Now, one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to forgive yourself and move on. Because we disappoint ourselves sometimes. We let ourselves down sometimes. We sin against ourselves sometimes. And we've got to forgive ourselves. Very important. It's not healthy to live in the past. It's not healthy to dwell on the mistakes and the failures of our past. When we do this, we're actually hindering our now and sacrificing our tomorrow. Praise God. God is not giving uh, the sins we repent of a second thought. Hear that, folks. God is not giving the sins that we genuinely repent of a second thought because he didn't even put them in his mind. They're out. Praise God. He chooses to forget them. And having said that, I got a question for all of us. If God's not concerned with my past, then why am I concerned with it? Amen. God's not concerned with my past that I've made right with him and I've made peace with him about and put it under his blood. Then why am I worried about it? Why is it keeping me up at night? And why is it taking up a lot of my energy and my time? You know, when, when a, a president of the United States, he has presidential pardon power. And when a president pardons somebody, they, they are officially taken out of all, there's no record. So if they, if they had some kind of a felony or whatever, which usually hinders people from getting a certain jobs or whatever, you know, if people look up this person, there will be no record anywhere on any database that this person ever did this. Amen. As far as, you know, them keeping from doing anything in their lives, because that pardon basically expunges it from their, uh, their record and wipes it away. And, there, and there's no record of them. And when God forgives us of our sins, there is no record of them in heaven. And that's the only place that counts. That's the only place it counts is what heaven thinks about me and you and our past sins. The devil remembers our sins. People remember them also, but they don't matter. Praise God. All that matters is God's view of the sins he's forgiven of us. He forgets about them and he'll never bring them up to us again. He's not like some people. Well, you remember. It's like I thought we, you know. Made that up a long time ago. Well, you know, just at the right time, somebody brings something in, you know, to try to lay you low, make you feel bad again or whatever. It's like, I thought we made peace about that like months ago or 10 years ago. Amen. But, you know, that's people. But God's not people. Praise God. He, he, doesn't, for, he doesn't remember. He, he won't bring them up again. Heather Jones said this, forget your past, forgive yourself, and begin again. Woo, praise God. Amen. I don't know about you, but if I'm looking in the rearview mirror all the time and I'm trying to go forward, not going to be pretty. Especially me, you know. I, I, I do good just to like, you know, 10 and, 12, 10 and 2 and try to focus on where I'm going. Amen. Looking straight ahead. Praise God. But when it comes to forgiveness, God wants us to treat our own selves as we would anybody else. You know, what's the Bible say? Love your neighbor as yourself. And if you love your neighbor enough to forgive him and try to forget, then you got to love yourself enough to forgive yourself and try to forget and move on. Praise God. With the same diligence of heart. Praise God. And finally, someone said this. Forgive yourself 
you're not perfect. Show yourself grace, you're still learning. Show yourself patience, you are still on a journey. Amen. You're still on a journey. And like I said on Sunday, as long as I'm getting up, when I stumble and fall, as long as I'm brushing myself off, putting the band-aids on and say, Lord, I help me learn from that one. Woo, and I'm seeing stars and cuckoo, cuckoo, and all kinds of stuff going around me. And like, woo, and you're shaking all, and all that cobwebs out and keep moving on for God. I'm going to be okay. Amen. It's a journey. It's a journey. Amen. It's not a second-by-second second thing. It's a journey, day-by-day, week-by-week. Praise God. Let's stand. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.